Welcome to today's online message from Long Eaton Oasis Christian Centre. We are a church at the heart of the community, with a heart for the community. We're so glad that you've joined us. We hope that you'll be inspired and encouraged today. Please don't hesitate to contact us. If you want to find out more, you can visit our website, www.longeatonoasis.co.uk, or you can direct messages. Well, hello and welcome to Oasis Online. It's uh, great that you've joined us, whether it's your first time or many times that you've joined us. Um, it is, it's great that you have. And um, today I'm just going to share uh, something from the current series, Empowered. And, uh, you know, as we read the book of Acts, we see a church not without its problems but we also see a church that's empowered through the power of the holy spirit that changed communities and culture that that stood out that was courageous uh, creative and compassionate they're, they're, we see that there was a release of the miraculous of healing and divine opportunities and i believe that we see a blueprint for god's church and it's something for us to be inspired by to uh, pray into to be open and expectant um, because i believe that god is still working in and through his church today uh, and that's me and you that's us and it wasn't just for then but it's for now too and I believe that our experiences and our encounters of the Holy Spirit can become catalysts to the call that he places on our, our lives when I was uh, about 18 years old I was in a meeting with other young people at the time and I remember falling uh, under the power of the Holy Spirit and uh, after that time just feeling a sense of God's purpose and value on my life and uh, there's been a number of other times that have really been catalysts as I've met with God and his Holy Spirit's touched me that have, have, have moved me into what God's called me to and I believe that for you too as you're watching this as a, as a believer of Jesus Christ as a follower of him as we open to the power of the Holy Spirit I just pray that there will be catalyst moments for you to know his call on your life. And uh, we've been looking at the, the Holy Spirit in the life of the believer over the last number of weeks. Pastor Adrian's been sharing about how we can uh, uh, see the power and the passion and the purity of, of the Holy Spirit at work in our lives, of being fulfilled, and not just being filled, but be being filled, to be fully influenced in the power of the Holy Spirit. It's talked about uh, transformed lives and having the power to live for Jesus and walking by the Spirit. And uh, the, the Holy Spirit is a gift for us all as believers. And in continuing uh, the Empowered series today, I want to take up three other powerful aspects of the Holy Spirit's work in us. But uh, let me just start off with this verse uh, before we go any further. Book of Acts chapter 1. And verse 8 says this, it's Jesus' own words, but you will receive power when uh, the Holy Spirit comes upon you and you will be my witnesses, telling people about me everywhere, in Jerusalem, throughout Judea, in Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. Before getting further, let's just pray. Oh, Father God, we just thank you for this time that we've got in the moments ahead. And I just pray for a stirring in our hearts uh, through the power of your Holy Spirit, that we will be transformed and changed and open and expectant with our lives to serve you and reach the world. Lord, I just pray that you would reveal yourself to us in a fresh way in this time now. Amen. Amen. 
Well, you may be wondering what this is uh, in front of you. Well, earlier in the week, I was clearing out my uh, summer house. Now, I love woodwork. Some of you may know this uh, 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 from watching Words in the Workshop that we recorded a couple of years back. But I love woodworking. And uh, clearing out my my summer house to make room i rediscovered this toolbox uh, that my dad bought me when i was about seven years old and uh, first thing i did was go online to check how much it's worth now uh, it was from the end of the 1970s and it's not actually worth a lot but the most uh, upsetting thing is that it's classed as a vintage child's toy box I guess that makes me old when things I had are being called vintage now. Uh, but I remember when I received this at, at that young age, and, it, and it's packed full of toys, uh, to tools rather. It's got a saw and a screwdriver and a hammer, all sorts of things in there. But I remember at the time uh, thinking, well, what, what, what do I do with that? I've not done woodwork before. I was thinking, uh, I, 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 what are these tools in there? The sharp things. As a child, I thought I shouldn't be using them. Um, but there was three distinct things that happened that probably gave me the love that I have of woodworking now. And the first thing is this. Through this, my dad gave me this toolbox, I was equipped for something new, uh, even though I didn't know what to do with them at that point. Uh, I was equipped that new thing. The second thing was I received words of encouragement uh, from my dad who used uh, this toolbox uh, and what I could do with it to build me up and encourage me of what could be. And the third thing, having the equipment and the encouragement, I felt emboldened to give it a go, to make something, to seize the opportunity. And I remember the first thing I tried to make out of wood using my little teeny weeny saw and little teeny weeny hammer was a toy train and then I think the second or third thing that I made was uh, a stall for my uh, grandma which actually happened to be a really tiny stall and even though she was small it was too small for her but uh, yeah that, that's what I used this toolbox for at that time and as we've talked about the Holy Spirit over the last number of weeks maybe it feels like it's new territory to you this is a new thing a gift that you didn't know that you needed and I want to encourage you today as we open up to the Holy Spirit in our lives uh, that he will equip us and encourage us and embolden us to live for him, that he has something for us in this time today. And there's a, a quote I want to share, and I'm not even sure who, who this uh, quote comes from, but it said this, along with empowering us to accomplish God's purpose for our lives, the Holy Spirit equips us supernaturally. He expands our toolbox to work in us and through us. He expands our toolbox to work in us and through us. And Paul wrote to the early church, and you can take a read yourself through the letters that Paul wrote. He, he wrote about uh, uh, that toolbox opening, as it were, and being open to the Holy Spirit and what he has for us. The empowered church is, in fact, an equipped church. And I just want to take those three aspects to equip, edify, and embolden. So firstly, equip. Equip. Um, when I had my own business, I was a painter and decorator for about 10 years. I had my own business and had a few people working for me at different points. And if I left one of those people on a, a job, say the other side of Derby, and, uh, and told them to get on with it, they, they wouldn't get very far without the tools. So when I dropped them off on site, I'd make sure they've got their tools with them, their materials that they needed, as well as the paint that they needed for that job. 
they needed their tools and equipment to do the task in hand. And there's a famous quote, maybe even a cliche, that I'm sure most of us have heard, when the Lord calls, he equips. When the Lord calls, he equips. But there's some truth in that. There's a lot of truth in that. Because Jesus didn't just leave the disciples and then say, just get on with it. Just get on with what I've told you to do. In fact, it says that Jesus promised the gift of the Holy Spirit, also that the Holy Spirit would be, bring gifts to the church. So he was equipping us. He was equipping us and the Holy Spirit equips us and uh, with, with power, yes, but also with the gifts and the tools that we need to serve him. And let me just read that, remind you, it says in uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 12, and as I said, Paul was writing these letters to the early church and to help them understand the empowering of the Holy Spirit. So in, in 1 Corinthians chapter 12, starting at verse 4, it says, There are different kinds of spiritual gifts, but the same Spirit is the source of them all. There are different kinds of service, but we serve the same Lord. Different work, God works in different ways, but it is the same God who does the work in all of us. A spiritual gift is given to each of us so we can help each other. To one person, the Spirit gives the ability to give uh, wise advice. To another, the same Spirit gives a message of special knowledge. The same Spirit gives great faith to another. And to someone else, the one Spirit gives the gift of healing. He gives one person the power to form miracles and another the ability to prophesy. He gives someone else the ability to discern whether a message is from the Spirit of God or from another Spirit. Still another person is given the ability to speak in unknown languages while another is given the ability to interpret what is being said. It's, it's the one and only Spirit who distributes all these gifts. He alone decides which gift each person should have. The Holy Spirit equips us with gifts as his church. And we've read there gifts of wisdom, gifts of knowledge and faith and healing and miracles, gifts of prophecy and discerning spirits, gifts of speaking in tongues and also the interpretation of tongues. And it also goes on to say, Paul goes on to write that there's uh, gifts of encouragement and administration and leadership. But what we see there is that every member of God's church is important every gift that we read about is important every calling is important and we need each other to function at our best to grow and to thrive as god's church and i want to ask you today whether you're part of our church or maybe part of another church or maybe you're just looking at churches uh, at this time or considering a relationship with jesus christ let me ask you this question what has the holy spirit given you what talents has he placed within you what uh, what potential is there within your life that god has placed there i want to encourage you to open up the toolbox and to discover what the holy spirit has placed there don't let your giftings just sit dormant when your giftings can be used to encourage and the church so god equips us the holy spirit equips us it says there that there is one spirit but different spiritual gifts. The one Holy Spirit has gifted us as his church. And as we step into God's call on our lives, I really believe that he will equip us. It's not just a cliche that God equips those he calls. It's, uh, it's truth we find in his word that God's, as we step into his call on our life, 
he'll equip us. So, second thing I want to share is edify. So we've looked at equip. Let's look at edify. Now, as I mentioned, I was blessed, blessed to have a dad who not only gave me this toolbox, but also gave me words of encouragement, words that would build me up and spur me on to, uh, to try and use some of the tools that, we've, uh, that I found in there. So it'd say things like, you know, go and have a go. You wanna hold the saw this way, see? <laughs> the right way around. Um, why don't you try this? You've got this. So it, it inspired me and encouraged me through what he would say to me. And maybe we've experienced in our life positive input, but maybe we've also experienced negative words over our life. Maybe we've heard things like, well, you're just stupid, or you're ugly, or you'll never achieve anything, or who do you think you are? You're a waste of space. And, uh, and you know, sadly, sometimes we hear uh, negative words about the church, and people speak negatively about the church too, and to talk it down. But Jude, it's just a small book. In fact, it's so small, it's not got chapters. It's just the one uh, passage. Jude challenged the early church in this in verse 20 and he wrote this to the church but you dear friends must build each other up edify each other in the holy faith and pray in the power of the holy spirit pray in the power of the holy spirit and the holy spirit's desire is for us as his church to be edified and to be built up that's why Jude wrote that to encourage the church in that way and uh, as we pray in the power of the Holy Spirit, I believe that we can become sensitive to how he sees other people and we can encourage, bring encouragement to other people. And um, to edify uh, comes from a biblical Greek word, and I love this word, it's, it's oikodome, oikodome. And that basically means the building of the house. So when the Bible speaks of uh, edifying, of building up, it's that oikodome word that means to build the house. And you know what? If we aren't building each other up, we're not oikodomeing. We are not building up the house. Let's be challenged to speak well of one another, but also to hear what the Holy Spirit is saying to us that we can edify and encourage one another. And uh, we can, the Bible teaches that we can edify and build up ourselves by reading scripture, to, by listening and waiting on God, by um, speaking in tongues. It tells us about singing in tongues and, and opening our heart that we can edify ourselves, but also that we are called to edify and encourage one another. So let me encourage you, especially as we thought about how God has equipped us to use those gifts that the Holy Spirit has given us to build others up. Uh, let's consider how we can be used to build the house, especially if you're part of our Oasis family here and you've not been able to make the service today. Consider how, when we're around others uh, in, in Oasis, how we can build each other up. Let's take the time even today to listen to what God would want to say to someone else, to offer prayer and a word of encouragement. Let's listen to what the Holy Spirit is saying. And, and I, I love what Paul also wrote in 1 Corinthians chapter 14, verse 12. It, it says, as we, uh, as we move according to the Holy Spirit, to excel in edifying, to be excellent in edifying one another, to build one another up in an excellent way. Thirdly and finally, we've looked at how the empowering the Holy Spirit equips us and, uh, and brings edification. 
but he also brings emboldenment. Is that a word? Have I just made that up? He, he emboldens us. He gives us courage or confidence to do something. Uh, A.B. Simpson, he said this, one of the special marks of the Holy Ghost in the apostolic church was the spirit of boldness. It was a defining thing of the early church, the boldness that they had through the power of the Holy Spirit. And I would encourage you, go and read the book of Acts. I've been uh, rereading that again recently, and it's, it just demonstrates so many times how uh, the church was dependent on the Holy Spirit, but how also they were bold, they boldly preached, they were filled with boldness. In fact, uh, a powerful uh, demonstration, illustration, this is what we see in the book of Acts chapter four, and I'm gonna read it. Uh, Acts chapter four, verses 29 to 31 says this. Uh, So there was lots of things happening around at that time, persecution of the church. They were uh, being being attacked on all kinds of fronts. Uh, But in verse 29, we see the church get together and they, it says this, and now, this is, they, they made this, they prayed this, and now, O Lord, hear their threats and give us your servants Great boldness in preaching your word. Stretch out your hand with healing power. May miraculous signs and wonders be done through the name of your holy servant, Jesus. Then in verse 31, after this prayer, the meeting place shook and they were all filled with the Holy Spirit. Then they preached the word of God with boldness. You know, in the face of persecution and threats, and uh, things coming against them, uh, for me, an obvious prayer would be, God, uh, hide me away somewhere safe. Uh, keep me away from all these dangers. Do, do away with my enemies. That would kind of be an obvious prayer in my thinking, but their disciples and the believers at that time didn't say that. They prayed for more boldness, to be bold. They didn't want to be hidden away out of sight of the world. They wanted to make an impact and influence the world. And so we see them pray that powerful and dangerous prayer, make us bold. And we see that the Holy Spirit moved, the building shook, and it says that all the believers were filled with the Holy Spirit. Then they went out and preached with a new level of boldness. He emboldens us, the Holy Spirit emboldens us to live like Jesus, to love like Jesus, to be bold witnesses of Jesus. He gives us the courage to step out, to stand out, to to live out. And uh, I want to encourage us in that, to know a fresh sense of emboldenment through the power of the Holy Spirit. Um, A number of years ago, I had a mentor that I used to meet uh, at least once a week, and more often than not, we'd go out for coffee. But something that inspired me about him was his fearless faith. He was always doing something bold and what I'd consider courageous. You know, we'd go out for a coffee, and as we were ordering coffee, he'd give a a word, a a prophetic word to the barista who was making our coffee, or we'd get to the table and he'd lean back on his chair and give someone an encouraging word on the the table behind us. To be honest, it made me a nervous wreck going out with him because I never knew what was gonna happen next. But I was also inspired and encouraged by his faith and his trust in the Holy Spirit uh, and boldness as well, courage. He lived his faith out with courage. And as God fills us with the Holy Spirit, he fills us with his boldness and courage. And it's not a case of us 
mustering up some courage and strength of our, our, of our own, but a case of simply submitting to the, uh, the will and the purposes of God through the power of the Holy Spirit, to know that he is within us. Uh, I love what Timothy says. He says that he's not given us a spirit of fear, but a, a, a spirit of boldness and self-control. And maybe, you know, for us as his church today, it's time for us to start praying some dangerous prayers like we see in the early church. Lord, give us boldness. Give us courage. Shake us. Shake this place. Help us to live for you, to love others like you, to show people Jesus. Uh, Maybe we need to be praying those prayers. And uh, you know what? I think the world needs a church that moves in boldness and the church needs the Holy Spirit to fill us with boldness. And it's been great over the last number of weeks to see God move through the power of his Holy Spirit in our church services. I love it, I love it, to see people touched and changed and transformed through through that, those times of praying for one another. But let me say this, the Holy Spirit doesn't just move in a church service, but moves the church into service. I'm gonna say that again, because I think it's a, it's a good line. The Holy Spirit doesn't just move in a church service, but moves the church into service. So today you may not be part of our church service, obviously you are on this uh, online version, but I wanna encourage you that the Holy Spirit can move in this time, in this place with you right now and move you out uh, to serve him uh, in a broader sense, serving others, serving Christ, reaching the world in this week ahead. I just wanna pray before we close our time today, but let me remind you of a quote that I shared at the start of this, this time. And it was this, along with empowering us to accomplish God's purpose for our lives, the Holy Spirit equips us supernaturally. He expands our toolbox to work in us and through us. There's a call on our lives as we trust in the power of the Holy Spirit as we look to live for Jesus, uh, that we can bring him glory, that he'll build his church and we can change the world for him. Let's just pray. Father God, we just thank you for this time that we've shared together today online across our homes. And Lord Jesus, we just pray that you would be glorified in and through our lives. We thank you for the gift, the promised gift of the Holy Spirit. And Lord, we want to be open to receive and be filled afresh in the power of the Holy Spirit, that we would live for you. I pray that you'd use us to live courageously in our generation, to share the hope and the love and the life that we discover in Jesus Christ. Lord, I pray that you would embolden us. Lord, I thank you that you have gifted us. You've given us gifts, you've given us talents, you've given us what we need to encourage and inspire and build each other up. So Lord, we also pray that we would be looking for those opportunities in this week ahead to hear your voice, to hear that whisper of the Holy Spirit in our life, uh, that we could encourage others in Jesus' name. Even now in this moment, I just pray, Holy Spirit, fill us afresh. Fill us afresh. We trust in you, Lord. You are our home oh, you are our home 
trust in your love and we trust in your name Did I? 